I still don't have a, a good lead-in. I'm gonna be honest. I tried to think of it like all day for the. Oh, dude, you should have you should have texted. We could have like come up with something together. Oh. Do you want to workshop? We can workshop for like an hour right now. And think about like the, the, the it doesn't like <laughs> no. <laughs> all all pitch is like the speakeasy password. I was thinking that. What's yeah. the password? Welcome to the cheap beer speakeasy where the nectar is flowing and the flappers are flapping. Something like that. I, don't know. <laughs> I like that. Can you do that again with a real voice? <laughs> As opposed to the fake voice? Yeah. <laughs> That was not your your uh, audio voice. No, but you're the one who does it. Yeah, but I want you to do it this time. I'll do it next time. All right, Dustin, get ready for some heavy breathing, dude. It's going to be so much breathing. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? All right, boys, what's the password? Uh, beer. Beer. Welcome, beer. Welcome to the cheap beer speakeasy, where the nectar is flowing and the flappers are flapping. And then Brandon. And then we come in. To the state of the pod. And then we hear that the cheap cheap beer boys are worried. Yeah, so should I do the cheap beer boy concerns first and then the state of the pod? Maybe maybe we can, after the lead-in, we could do the uh, state of the pod and then do the song. And that leads into the concerns. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing Dustin's job for Whatever him. you guys want. <laughs> This is going to be Dustin's checked out podcast. I'm very excited. <laughs> and it's too bad because it's my favorite episode of the year. Uh, no. Anyways, state of the pod, state of the pod, state of the pod. Extra, extra, read all about it. Me and that playboy in trouble again. Extra, 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 read all about it. We are at 615 downloads, goal of the year. Uh, 750 that seems excessive probably not going to happen but can can shoot for it uh, we had 24 downloads from the last episode no new states that i saw but i did want to just shout out mississippi um it's the home of jamie lynn our, our fearless love interest she's back on the market this year uh after spending <laughs> oh. multiple well i meant like in our league oh. no, not generally <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm hanging up. <laughs> I have some DMs to slide into. <laughs> I, I assume that's why the heat wave is happening. Jamie Lynn left, um, and so it gets unbearably to live there because she's gone. Um, Took all the drinking water with her. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mississippi. You're... Our, our favorite woman it lives there. Uh, one person downloaded, uh, I think, like two years ago. So congrats to you. Hopefully it was her. Um, but that would just <laughs> make my life, honestly. Oh, uh, She was just a secret fan. She's yeah. like, there's like 12 random dudes who just worship me <laughs> on, a, on a fantasy football podcast. So of course I'm going to listen. <laughs> if any of us ever get into uh, metalworking, I think we should redo our, our trophy to just be like a a bust of Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Mm. But like the Cristiano Ronaldo version. Oh, where yeah. She... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we have our dues hire that sculptor? Oh, <laughs> there we go. I was going to say once Roach loses for the 10th year in a row, he has to pay for metal. How do you say it? Metallurgy. Metallurgy. Yeah. Um, classes in, until he can build us a sculpture. On a serious note, if he hits five losses, something has to happen, right? Like, he's on the precipice. Maybe we should just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You have been watching House of the Dragon, huh? Sorry, old yeller. <laughs> Take him out back. And now for Roach's segment, where he defends his life. Why should you live? Um, Just kidding. We do have two new comments um, from our favorite ex-Perin. One of my favorite games to play uh, is to try and figure out what exactly he was referencing. Uh, I just want to ensure when he listens to this again, please don't make these like more obvious on what you're commenting on. I really enjoy the, uh, the, the game of trying to figure out what it was. He left a comment and then amended that comment. So the first comment was, I'm concerned the bar for talk has been set too high for the year. And then amended it to say ass talk, but he put ass as uh, money symbols because I assume they don't allow us to say ass in the comments section. Oh, uh, there you go. Dustin, I love you for so many reasons, but the fact you brought Tim Loftus into our life is like top five. <laughs> oh, great. I'm glad one of my greatest assets is another human being. Another man. Another man. <laughs> Uh, now, my question is, did he leave that during the draft weekend? No, he left it a month ago. So oh, a month ago? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's good. He's one of our best listeners. I love it. I cherish him. He uh, types the comments as he listens to it, I think, is what he does. Oh. Nice. oh. It, like, it's inspiration flashes when he hears something, and he just... <laughs> yes. Let's us know about it. The ass talk was at a premium in the last step, so... It was. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was complimentary of our banter and our ass banter. So mm. I'll take Remember, it. Remember, there was the whole thing about uh, Nick sniffing my ass. And oh, was like yes. Something yes. about licking it. And we were yeah. arguing about which would be better. <laughs> <laughs> Just because poop goes out doesn't mean fingers can't go in. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> I'll never forget the pod we had where I we spent like 20 minutes talking about the large objects I was putting in my ass and how, and the, and the, the, the physics of getting it in there. Well, uh, I think Google Hangouts does have a whiteboard. We could draw some. <laughs> Perfect for a podcast. Yeah. And then Jeff can describe what we're drawing into his ass. I mean, I've got video. I can just show it. <laughs> Give you a free look at my OnlyFans. Oh, don't get the cat involved. What are you doing? <laughs> Should have got her oh. declawed. Oh. <laughs> and the tongue is no uh, joyride either. Oh, no. <laughs> Sandpaper's really doing a job. <laughs> oh, my God. Brandon, uh, please move us on. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just moving into concerns, and we know what Jeff's is. Um. <laughs> the Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. To fantasy football and to the weekly podcast. Grab yourself a brew from the discount rack. Nothing's wrong with From the discount rack. Nothing's wrong with From the discount rack. You know how you roll, Brandon. From the discount rack. All the guys from the Cheap Beer League. I mean, as cheap as they are. Cheap Beer Boys. Cheap, cheap Beer Boys. Cheap Beer Boys. Hope you like the show. Um, so, okay. Because 
mine wasn't really. I thought this was like Potter headlines of the Potters. It is, but we have. <laughs> I rebranded it oh, to fit okay. into our theme song, so it's the Cheap Beer Boy Concerns. Let me, cheap Beer Boy Concerns. Okay, all right, because I was like, this isn't really a concern. It's more of like optimistic and exciting. Because we had a really good year for rookies, and I was curious. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on who you think is going to be the standout rookie this year. Romeo Dobbs. All right, there you go. That's it for me. No, uh, I was going to say Sky Moore. I think he's going to be quite good. But you're, uh, is it Dobbs or Dubs? I go Dobbs. Dobbs. I say Dubs. Dubs. I like Dubs. Prime nickname material. Is he on anyone's team? Did anyone draft him? Oh, I think Kevin did. No. I did. Oh, you did? No. Oh, then he's going to suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Ooh, 12th round. Good value. It's the hope. Uh, Sky Moore. I like it. Yeah. Pretty much any receiver with Mahomes is going to, I'm, I'm optimistic about. <laughs> That's fair. Well, listen, uh, there's a guy who was shot just like a week ago and is already not on crutches. Uh, so Brian Robinson with a bullet is my pick. Uh, to be the best rookie of the year. And by the way, I just, I'm already prepared to, for him to be my keeper. So all in on B-Rob. Wow. Oh, wow. That would be great value, man. Hell yeah. Honestly, though, I wouldn't say Dobes. I would say Pierce is probably my pick. I mean, the hype train on Pierce is way past the station. I just, I don't know. I feel like he's going he's gonna to sink and fall so quick just because... No one can hit that hype that he's been getting, right? Yeah. And it's a question, too, of, like, how good the offenses are. Like, this is why I'm super low on Brees Hall. Like, you're still in yeah. the Jets' offense. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> like, Pierce is on the Texans. How many touchdown opportunities is he, is he really going to get? <laughs> I don't know. He's There's no one else, right? Marlon Mack's gone. Who's, who's left? He's it. Rex Burkhead. He, he's number one on the, uh, uh, on the depth chart. And Mills is going to sling for 4K yards this year, so... Like half of that is good. <laughs> I hope Davis Mills has like a Jameis Winston type season. Just 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. <laughs> I was just going to say a 30 for 30. I love it. That's <laughs> 30 <great>. for 30. <laughs> Davis Mills. What if the Texans weren't completely terrible? <laughs> uh, they hired Lovey Smith as their coach, though, who <gasps> was last seen <laughs> at the University of Illinois being absolutely terrible. I bet against them every time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't have high hopes for the Texans, but I do think he's got the most um, potential. No, not even potential. Like there's no, nothing standing in his way. Like with more like, receivers, you still have, you still have Kelsey that he can throw to and things like that. Pierce yeah. kind of on his own. Brian Robinson was shot, could get shot again. You never know. I mean, Washington, D.C., it could happen to any of us. <laughs> There's one thing carjackers do, it's go back to the scene of the crime, so. <laughs> Especially if they didn't get the car. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm not, I feel like the rookie class this year just isn't as strong as last year. Oh, you don't think so? I, th- I, like, the, I like the rookie class this year. I think George Pickens, Jeff, was a great pick. Yeah, I, Pickens really, is good, uh, yeah. I'm high on him. But he's just got so much competition there. Exactly. We'll see. And, you know, the whole Trubisky situation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> could be like Allen Robinson again last year. There's literally no way he can be worse than he was on the Bears. So I, I view it as he's only going up. Only going up. Yeah, I mean, he's graduating from just Darnell Moody and a checked out A-Rob to like three <laughs> stud athletes. So yeah, 
I mean, this is his chance. If he can't throw it, like Ben Roethlisberger made the playoffs with this team, right? Didn't they make the playoffs? Oh, they were. They got smoked in the first round, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Mitch Trubisky can't win with that, why is he in the league? Well, I, I like that you're talking shit about the quarterback for your number four pick. So, Well, I mean, but that's why I drafted him because I was like, well, they're going to just hand the ball off every time. So There you go. Oh, and one more, uh, Drake London. Yeah. Who else are they throwing to? They got Kyle Pitts, and then I think it's just Drake London. I can't name another Falcons receiver. Can you guys? Uh, no, that's pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Does Cordero Patterson count? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> but do, is it Marcus Mariota still their QB? Yeah. yeah. Do they have a rookie? They do, right? Ritter. Yeah, they have Ritter. I don't know. I just feel like last year, wasn't there like a better rookie? Like Pitts was a rookie last year. He was all right. Uh, he's, uh, he's a fucking god. This is going to be the year of Pitts, but we can go into that later. Yeah, you got him again, <laughs> right? I reached, and I was like, fuck yes. There's no way I'm letting him go around. Well, last year also gave us Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it was a bit better class, you're right. Yeah, I feel like last year was just like, oh my god. Which actually, Brandon, segues into mine. Perfect. My concern. I love oh, it. nice, Dustin. I love it. Speaking of Jamar Chase, my concern was, who is going to be this year's Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? Which is another way of saying... Like, what receiver drafted in the fourth round or later do we think could be finishing the top five this year? Uh, so I listed a couple. I think the rounds, the fifth and sixth rounds in our draft were really interesting for the receiver talent. And I think there could be a lot of duds, but there could be also a lot of um, really great values there. So I, I had six that I wrote down as potential to, I think, finish definitely top ten, but you could even could finish top five if things go well. Darnell Mooney on Kevin's team in the fifth round. Uh, the Sun God, I think Joel drafted him in the fifth round. Hollywood Brown on Dan's team, also fifth round. So those all three were in the same round. And then in the sixth round, Juju, who Jeff was saying, I mean, if he's going to be Mahomes' number one guy, I mean, look he at He was going like, to be my choice, but yeah. Yeah, he's, he's done it before, so, you know, why not again? Uh, and then my boy, Babe Davis, uh, also in the <laughs> sixth round. I mean, you just, it, it's a bill. <laughs> enough said and then i think rashad bateman is a little bit of a, the biggest start throw in the seventh round but i think he uh as lamar jackson's number one receiver could also be in the running so who do, who do you guys think any of those guys anyone else you want to add alan lazard he's uh, not playing week one he's not playing week one oh. he doesn't need week one this is just going <laughs> to average out his stats more for everybody else to catch up <laughs> He's going to do as good as Cooper Cup last year with one less game. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, he, I think he's going to be much better than he has been. Um, I, as you mentioned, super high on Juju. I'm not sold on Mooney. Just, again, Chicago. You know, like until we see any kind of life from that offense, I'm not going to, you know, hold yeah. any stake in that. But, yeah, I think if I had to choose one, it would probably be Juju. I think he's going to have a massive year this year. Mm. I like it. Um, I'm going off the board for mine. Uh, I'm going to pick Bobby Trees. Yeah! Oh, wow. <laughs> I think on Tennessee, Derrick Henry is the only thing they have. Uh, Tannehill has shown that he will just, like, feed someone if they're there. So I could see Bobby Woods being uh, top. Did you say top five? Oh, that might be a bit Never mind. No, no, no. That's perfect. I love it. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> Listen, Woods is round nine. If he gets top ten, I think that counts. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. 
I was going to say him, but I was like, you guys are going to make fun of me for being like a homer for my own team. Well, so. sure. Uh, <laughs> I really like that. Me and uh, Tim swapped six-round picks, Jeff. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he, with my six-round pick, took Juju Smith-Schuster. And then I, mm-hmm. later in the sixth round, with his sixth-round pick, took Gabriel Davis. And yes. I actually, if we were swapped, I think I still would have picked Gabriel Davis just because I've had Juju and he burnt me before and I hate him and he's a TikToker and he sucks. <laughs> um, so that actually didn't bum me out. But Chim and I made a little cheesecake bet of who we think will finish better at the end of the year. Um, so a loser has to buy a cheesecake. But I'm going to, I got to, I need Gabe Dave to deliver just so I can get that free cheese. And didn't the uh, Bills receiving core thin out a little bit as of today with a certain retirement? Oh, yes. Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, yeah. Good. I mean, I feel like that was expected, right? I, I guess I thought he already did retire. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just one less body. That's just helping your case. Yeah, totally. No, I think, <laughs> I think he's going to have a huge year. Uh, I mean, it's Josh Allen. Like, if Burrow could support Chase and uh, Higgins the way he did last year, I don't see why Allen can't do that or better. So, Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think... Smith Schuster is a classic Tim pick of a guy who was good four years ago. Who um, Tim is just like thinking will be good on the Chiefs, but he hasn't. Like, what has Juju done in the last two years? Um, like nothing, right? Yeah, he was checked out. He was he was focusing on his TikToks. Like he's ready to go with a new offense. Like, and Mahomes Mahomes is just so much better of a quarterback than Roethlisberger. Yeah. Like he he had his years, but. Good Lord, that is night and day. Yeah, but he was he's only been, so I'm looking at Juju's like history. He's only been a top 10 wide out once. In 2018, he was the eighth. But 2019, he was 65th. 2020, he was 17th. And last year, he was 133rd. Wasn't so, he injured last year? Yeah, I mean, he only played five games, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like Dustin's right. I feel like Gabe Davis... I would pick Gabe over Junior. Dave Davis. All right, man. We'll see. I, I, I love my uh, my high ceiling players, you know, with the Mike Williams, Gabe Davis. I'm going with the number two receiver on a yeah. fucking stud quarterback led <laughs> high powered <laughs> offense. I just want to have fun watching football this year, boys. That's all I want. <laughs> I love it. Let me tell you, though, it's super fun to watch your RB two on the Jags and your R- your wide receiver <laughs> one on the Bears. I had a great time last year. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh speaking of bears, uh draft picks. No, I don't know. Oh, the ultimate segue. <laughs> speaking of bears you, draft picks. Is <laughs> and the bears will have a lot of good ones for the next <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I thought that that was obvious. Uh, I just want to say that I was very worried heading into this draft about the amount of draft pick trading that would happen, the frustrations that I would have, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um it's I fun. thought it, it was hilarious to uh, have Brian Roach calling Dustin, then calling Tim. <laughs> then I had to call Brian and tell him why we couldn't trade the draft picks that he wanted. It was just like, Ugh. it was hilarious. And it only lasted 20 minutes because everyone just agreed and it worked out fine. Um, so uh, I'm back on board. Yeah, I thought it was the most fun draft we've had it was just chaotic the board was a mess right before yeah. we started i just everything about it i embraced and loved it so much oh i i will never forget how much joy seeing like me and brandon have that trade 
and then just all the sleeper notifications coming in. I was like, I'm just putting my phone away for a little bit, seeing how many we're going to accumulate. I think we got to like 50 at one point. <laughs> the first one I saw was Dustin going to like, wait. It's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> yeah, the first 50 were just me and Kevin like patting each other on the back. It's gross. Anytime you're on the Apple, Apple Boys side, you're on the wrong side of history. Just know that. <laughs> you're on the wrong side of history. <laughs> Strong disagree. When, when they look back at Prohibition, <laughs> <laughs> that apple liquor. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. So that was. I just wanted to say that I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also just generally don't. I, I feel like Nick has the strongest team, and we'll get into it. But I don't feel like it's like crazily more strong than I like. So I think there's hope. There's more hope than I thought. Yeah, I think it's less that those teams are strong and more that, like, Sean and uh, Rochi's team suffered quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> I do think I completely, well, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get into it later. We'll, we'll okay. when we talk about the teams, we'll get into it later. But I have a lot of thoughts. None um, of them are smart. <laughs> all right, so, but before we do that, I did have a random stat that I saw two minutes before coming on here. I wondered if <gasps> Jeff would already see it, because um, I did retweet it, but. Uh, oh, did you? Wait, hold on, I gotta like uh, it then. Hold the, I do love when I get the notification that it's like, Jeff Kimball, like this tweet, and these five others. Yeah. <laughs> so Larry Fitz, Fitzgerald officially retired because um, he's joining the Monday night countdown crew at ESPN. He finished his 17-year career with more tackles, 41, than drops, 29. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That's, That's insane. 29 drops across 17 years. He averaged under two drops a year. That's got to be, even without a ring, that's guaranteed Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, they let anyone into the Hall of Fame these days. They <laughs> let anyone in these days. <laughs> I promise you Mitch Trubisky will end up there. Somewhere. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Once he makes Pickens look like a fucking stud, that, that'll that earn him his, <laughs> earn him his way. Um, all right, so those are the concerns. Thanks to um, Scott Hansen for leading us into that. Really appreciate it. We're going into a new segment, which I used last year for the draft and then never brought back again. But considering we are named the Cheap Beer Fantasy Football Podcast, oh, I appreciate both of you sipping. Um, one without, I'm assuming that's alcohol. One with water. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it could have cocaine in it. Um, but anyways, uh, it's the bootlegger update. Sorry, old sport, I thought you knew. Please just, uh, I don't know what to say. Please forgive me. It's quite all right. I've had so much to drink. Yes. Mr. Gasby, sir, Chicago. Uh, so the passwords have been said. We are in the speakeasy. The flappers are flapping. What were you sipping, Jeffrey Kimball? So, uh, uh, Sean and I had our lovely little LA hangout at his place, um, which in addition to having $50 worth of Dunkin' Donuts, uh, also included a really lovely infused tequila that Sean put together. Uh, there was, uh, I'm going to, I forget everything that was in there, but it was very, it was spicy, had a very lovely kick and it made me concerned for my own alcohol intake. Cause I was like, Oh, this is really delicious. And Sean was like, this is so strong. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Maybe he meant the spice was strong. No, he meant the tequila was strong. <laughs> but shout out, Sean. Uh, delicious, delicious cocktail and amazing hosting duties, as always. Good job for him. 
Um, what we were sipping on in, in Madison, Wisconsin, is the own Spotted Cow, which, Jeffrey, I think you'll be surprised to hear, is a split decision on whether people liked it or not. Interesting. I need to know who didn't so I can beat them up. Okay, well, guess. Tim? Yes. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Uh, I'm going to dark horse it and say Joel. Nope, you're looking right oh, at yeah, him. Oh, Joel liked it? Okay. Uh, Dustin, you look pretty <laughs> guilty over there. <laughs> oh, really? What do you like about it? It tasted like ass. It tasted like, uh, what is I don't know, Natty that? Light, but like branding as if it was like a uh, elevated PBR. I don't know. I hated it. Mm. I loved it. Thoroughly loved it. It's now moved into my top tier of cheap beers to drink. Can you get it in the uh, no. in New England? Yeah. I don't think so. I've never seen it. Maybe, I, maybe I'll see it now. Maybe it's one of those things I never thought about it, and now I'll see it everywhere. Uh, famed legend of Northeastern, Tim Dombeck, would consistently bring in Spotted Cow from Milwaukee. So that makes sense. That's how, I got, that's how I got introduced to it. I really liked it. I thought it was it's a good, good man. D- Dustin is dumb. Maybe my taste is too refined. <laughs> my palate is too extensive. Is that why you're <laughs> drinking the Miller Lights instead? <laughs> yeah, listen, if you're going to give me piss, I better be able to taste nothing. You know, I don't want to taste the piss. He wants hydrated piss. Yeah. It's like, like really clear. <laughs> yeah, really diluted. The Flint, Michigan drinking water. Oh. <laughs> or the Jackson, Mississippi uh, drinking water. <laughs> or the... <laughs> many other towns in America that don't have good drinking water at this point. Anyways, um... Politics is a ladder. Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Draft day trades. The first trade was uh, Brian Roach getting Antonio Gibson and Dustin getting Mike Williams. Jeff, who would you rather have, Mike Williams or Antonio Gibson? Well, hold, hold up. Back up. That's not – I mean, that, that's how it ended up. But we should probably – for people that didn't know what was going on, it was that Roachy – Kept Mike Williams for an eighth round pick, traded me Mike Williams for my fifth round pick, and at the end of the day, he drafted Antonio Gibson in the fifth round with my pick, and I had Mike Williams. There we go. Just wanted to get that out of the way. No, I I appreciate that context because it really establishes how dumb that trade is in the first place. (laughs) Uh, I would say, though, I want Antonio Gibson because I'm a huge fan of fumbles in my running backs. Uh, and also not being able to hit holes properly. All about that. No, seriously, Mike Williams all the way. Like, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. Dustin, you should feel bad about that fleecing. Like, that should uh, hurt your soul. I would have, except I originally was going to give him my sixth-round pick, and then I actually did feel bad. So when I realized that my fifth-round pick was a 12th, <laughs> the 12th pick, I was like, well, it's like it sounds better, but really it's just another sixth-round pick. <laughs> You're, you, are, you are evil. <laughs> uh, so who would you rather have taken at that point jeffrey um so on the board available was juju smith schuster uh jalen hurts michael thomas hunter renfro damian harris tom brady chase edmonds uh, yeah, it keeps going well so so assuming i have dustin's team at that point no you have roach's team at that point i have roach's team oh i'd rather kill myself <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I would have taken Gabe Davis, honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, I was going to say, considering he his first running back was Josh Jacobs, I'd probably go like a Damian Harris or just some kind of salvaging for uh, running backs. Yeah, I don't understand the Gibson that early. Like, we knew he was getting demoted. At have that you point. guys was... thought about this possibility, that maybe he's the one that shot Brian Robinson? <laughs> I, I... <laughs> oh, my God. 
I have. <laughs> if anyone in the league has the uh, has the gall to pull the trigger. <laughs> that was my immediate thought when Kevin put that in the group chat, and I so bad wanted to say something like that, but I was like, maybe it's a little too soon, and that shouldn't be the yeah, first Especially reaction. if he dies. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, now you can say it. He's not even on crutches. We can joke. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, that trade was crazy. So this is, I think mine and mine and Roach's is a little more interesting. Um, so I ended up getting Jalen Waddle. He ended up getting Rashad Bateman and Elijah Moore. Wait, and what was that trade again? I got his fifth round pick and he got my seventh and eighth. Uh, uh, Tim got your seventh, it looks like. Unless that, oh, unless yeah, that's, that's right. I gave him Tim's. <laughs> oh, okay. God, so confusing. I love oh, it. It's the best. It's like real fucking yeah, Kevin Costner shit. Well, so Brandon, I want to ask uh, why. I mean, not that you're wrong, but I'm just curious. Why are you high on Waddle? I just thought he was the best player available at that point. Okay. I didn't want DK Metcalf. I thought it was too early for Gabe. I don't believe in Juju. I mean, Waddle is top. 15 wide receiver. I know Hill's there, but I feel like they're just going to throw it more. I don't believe in Chase Edmonds. So, I mean, he's hurt right now, I think. Yeah. So. Making that Mostert pick look real juicy. Mm. Mm. Well, until he inevitably until he gets hurt. Until yeah. he gets hurt as soon as he steps on a football field. But until then, I'll enjoy it. So I just felt like Waddle already had connection with Tua. There's still potential. Tyreek is never going to, he doesn't command like a large target share for the most part. He just get, catches bombs. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if two is going to be throwing too many of those though. <laughs> I agree. But so I, I don't know if I would do it again, but I kind of felt like this was the year to test it out. Like whether or not I wanted, whether or not trading two later round draft picks to get an earlier pick is worthwhile. And I don't know if I would do it again. I mean, it was smart of you. It feels like a relatively low risk trade. It's kind of like if Waddle ends up sucking, it's not the end of the world for your team. But I'd be curious to see how it pans out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I really like the Bateman pick. Um, and I think Elijah Moore's got potential. So I, I actually think Brian won, won that one. We just talked about the Jets offense. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with, with Joe Bateman. Flacco. Okay. So <laughs> it's an, an eighth round pick. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's the fair. Flack God. I, I, I agree. I, I like Bateman. Um, but I think Brandon's point, if you have a proven commodity with Waddle, is worth acknowledging. Yeah, it's actually an interesting trade because it's kind of like I would be happy with either side, which is a super lame ta- uh, position to take. But I love it. The fence riding starts. Yeah, I just wanted to test it out because I thought this year was going to be tough with Nick and Mike um, really having strong teams. So I wanted to see if it was something I wanted to explore in the future. But I kind of feel like it didn't end up benefiting me as much as I thought it would. Um, and then we get to just talk about how great all three of us are. Um, yeah, I, w- I was like, why did you not lead and end with this? Why are we wasting our time talking about other shit? I know. The first <laughs> ever three-team trade um, that caused Nick to just, like, explode with happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, first of all, I just want to congratulate us. Yeah, uh, well job. done, guys. We, we did such a good job. I really am so happy about it. Um, so I got Bubble 07, a.k.a. Jamal Williams. Jeff got Isaiah Spiller, and Dustin got Tyler Algier. Yeah. The right after I got Spiller, they signed Sony Michelle. So <laughs> fucking perfect. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> I was going to say, Tyler Algier, the latest update on him is that he is the official third string running back on the Falcons' death chart. <laughs> but room to take over. So Brandon wins that one. <laughs> For now. We'll I think see. We'll see. Mine's a long play. Jeff is a handcuff. It's fine. We're, we're, all, yeah. we're all happy. The handcuff of a handcuff. <laughs> yeah, of a handcuff. <laughs> hey, Jeff, let me just tell you, last year I ended up picking up like five different Lions running backs because I didn't know who the handcuffs were after Jamal Williams, so you never know. Oh, that sounds so brutal. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm just going to bail out of the of the Chargers running back core. Just, <laughs> trading Eckler. Just... Welcome to fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, you could get a second-round pick for him. Apparently that's what... High-profile running backs go for in that league. So yeah, true. <laughs> so do you think that's going to happen again this year? Do we think that after seeing, I feel like after seeing this, I am way less likely to trade my second-round pick because their teams are not good. I think the highest I would go would be like fourth. Like initially, when I was trying to get Cook, I offered Jacobs in a fifth, um, and like that's that's the kind of package I would do, like a a better player and a lower draft pick. Instead of, I just, yeah, I completely agree. I couldn't wrap my brain around trading my second. And then it's so boring in the draft, right? Like you're just fucking yeah. sitting there for like God knows <laughs> for how For the long. most fun part of the draft, which is the first two yeah. rounds or whatever. I'm telling you, yeah. And everyone takes their fucking 90 seconds every single <laughs> second. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were fast. We were pretty fast. This must have been our fastest draft ever, right? We were done in like an hour and 40. Well, that's because it was a round less. Oh, yeah, true. True, I keep forgetting that. Listen, I would never trade my second round draft pick anyway. In fact, I would never trade a draft pick without getting a draft pick back. Like, if I'm going to trade my fourth, I'd want a player and then also their seventh or something. Like, I'd want to at right. least feel like I'm not missing out on part of the draft. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. But I, I agree. Like, I think Jeff's right. I might, you could convince me about a third round pick if I was really feeling my team and I was like, oh, I'm going to win. I I get this player, but yeah, that would be a second round. Is just it's like, just like imagine you trade your third round for this like a Christian McCaffrey, and he just immediately gets hurt, and then you don't like yeah. it's just yeah. I can't live with that for a whole off season no. and the year yeah. after, and then the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like eighteen yeah. months of pain and misery. So I kind of wonder if that will ever happen again. We'll see. I hope Roach does it again. It's gonna happen again. It's gonna it's gonna be someone that we're not expecting. I bet Tim Loftus. He's gonna. He's no. gonna. He's gonna. Turn. Tim talks a big game. Yeah, he only swaps the same round pick. That's all he does. Because <laughs> they technically can't. I hope at some point we can get him to swap like his eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh with different people across the league, so that he's drafting <laughs> in all different spots. <laughs> that would be fun. I would actually love that. He's so confused. Yeah, he would miss most of his picks. <laughs> yeah. He just can't tell when he's on the clock. <laughs> just gets too drunk too fast and he's just like uh what <laughs> so yeah just great job by us just circling back so good i'm so proud of us uh but that leads us into the actual reaction of the draft so Ooh. how do y'all want to do this we could either do reaction to the draft board or reaction to the team sheet like, I think it's a little different because if you're looking at the draft board, you're looking at value of when people were selected. But if you're looking at their teams, you're just looking to see, like, how good their team is. Can't you do both on the draft board? I mean, kind of. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard because there's so many trades. Like, yeah. I, I can't stress this enough. I did not draft Mark Ingram. Um, 
<laughs> or Antonio Gibson. So. I really like that Nick is just like not going to play a defense or whatever he doesn't have. He's got time. Oh my god. I'm probably going to mostly look at the teams and then draft board for reference if I need it. But like, I'm looking at their team and I'm saying, is this good? Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much got both open, so we'll we'll go from there. Um, I just wanted to note before we move into Kevin's team because he was first pick. Uh, with the uh, last one last round, six teams only have one quarterback. Six teams only have one tight end. So I think it kind of speaks to a um, easier time to use free agency to stream tight ends and quarterbacks with one last bench thought, um, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to contribute to that, I dropped my second tight end, adding myself to the list. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I dropped him for Jeff Wilson in my running back heavy bench. Can never have enough. Can never have enough, baby. <laughs> Jose is the only team that has two tight ends and two quarterbacks. So that no, was, that's what I, I do too. Be. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Yep. I picked up David Njoku uh, when I found out that he's like the guy in Cleveland. And also Darren Waller was having contract issues, but now he's good. Yeah. Well, with, uh, with Dawson Knox's contract, I think they're going to solidify up Waller. That's what the rumors are saying pretty soon. So you should be in a good spot. Yeah. How did Dawson Knox get that paid? He's good. He's, he's good. He's fine. He's, he's fine. He's just another Dalton Schultz. They're all, they're all fine. Catch and fall down. Catch and fall. <laughs> uh, it's better than George Kittle catch and get hurt. <laughs> yeah. What would he have? A, he has a groin injury now, right? I don't understand Nick's love for him because it never works out. All right, let's do this. I'm excited. I want to grade people's shitty teams. Let's go. Far for peace. Two for truth. One abstention. Let's get on with the war. First pick. Uh, first to pick, uh, D's Nuts, uh, who told us uh, at the draft that he felt like he had never had a front half pick. Um, so he was very excited to get first overall. I think Christian McCaffrey was the right choice. Any disagreements? No. I mean, not with all the keepers. <laughs> yeah, McCaff- McCaffrey is the right choice. Like, he- he's got to play a full season one of these years, right? Yeah. I think, I think, so. I think this is the year. Yeah. Um, so my notes, and then we can go to you guys uh, so you don't steal my notes. Um, obviously, he took A.J. Dillon too early. but I took A.J. Dillon. Did you? Yeah, I took him in the fourth. Oh, that's right. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll say, move say that down. Yeah. <laughs> You're just getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> I just assumed he had him. What? I'll, then I'll use my time to, uh, <laughs> to talk about Darnell Mooney. We already talked about him, but I do think it's an interesting pick where he did really well with Justin Fields. There's no one else, really, besides Cole Komet. So I think that's like a really uh, – it'll be a really interesting season for him. I could see him – falling off completely or becoming like Dustin mentioned at the beginning, the next uh, Cooper cup. I'm not blown away by his team. No, no. I, I, th- I think there were better receivers he could have taken than Mooney. I think Mooney's too much of a gamble at that draft position. Uh, as we talked about relentlessly, the bears are just going to be so, 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 so bad. And I don't really want to be any part of that offense. I also will tell you that I did bet them to finish last in the AFC. Safe bet. Safe bet. bet. 
I just think his whole team is a, is a story of reaches. I mean, Cortland Sutton at the end of the second, I thought, was mm. his first mistake. You could have had T. Higgins, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore. Yeah, even even like Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson. These are all guys that I would consider. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just think he's very high on Sutton and then stacked him with Russell Wilson two rounds later, who I also thought was a reach at four. They're in Bible study together, so they're gonna have the connect they're gonna have the connection to the Lord. So he's so going for good. the Stafford Cup connection, yeah, Breakfast exa- Club yeah. thing. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's interesting to, to go to your point, Dustin, it's super fascinating because Judy went before Cooks and uh who was it? Robinson too. Mm-hmm. So People are high on Denver this year, and I don't I mean, know if I miss. I am too. I just don't know who's going to be the beneficiary of, of the points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a big gamble to take Sutton as your – is that his, his wide receiver too? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because he's got Debo. Yeah. Yeah, so don't don't love that. I think Damian Pierce in any other round would have been a good pick, but I feel like that was also a bit of a reach there. But Oh, really? I, 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 think, I don't. I think he went, I think he went pretty low. Okay. I do too. All right. I agree with Jeff. As, as we talked about before, it's just unknown commodities, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's all just a crapshoot until we see what the actual offense looks like. Yeah. So. That being said, I am not scared of facing Kevin week one. I, I feel pretty <laughs> confident um, of my chances. So, besides McCaffrey. Uh, go back to Sutton. He had He's played three full years, 2018, 19, and 21. He finished uh, wide receiver 48 in 2018 wide receiver 19 in 2019 and wide receiver 44 in 2021 mm. so he's never been a wide receiver one yeah but who was who was his quarterback those years it, that's, <laughs> yeah I mean, exactly that's what, that's what he's banking on yeah. but yeah. i don't he just hasn't shown it so we'll see um what do you think about uh pan pacheco isaiah pacheco or whatever pacheco pacheco yeah uh, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Very intrigued. I'm looking at the draft board now, and I, I was going to say a little high, but I'm looking at the running backs who went after, and I don't hate taking a flyer there. Just yeah, watch, see, yeah. you know, see what happens. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I I really I also like that he went with McKinnon, so he's just going straight Kansas City backups at that point, <laughs> and hoping that uh, Ceh falls apart and one of those two hit. I think McKinnon will get hurt at some point. I'm, I'm not, I've never been high on McKinnon. He's going to get hurt celebrating on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I kind of like that pick. I think that could be his keeper next year. Yeah, So good point, good point. Could be a real steal. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I, I'm not blown away by his team. Um, and Debo is just like the 49ers, who knows? Yeah, I, looking back, I think – I know I was Team Debo in the offseason, but looking back, I might have preferred keeping ETN for an eighth, I think. Mm. I don't, I wouldn't have done that, but I'm a big Jaguar James believer. Oh, boy, that's, that's going to be a tough year for you then, my friend. <laughs> st- I still believe. Uh, yeah, I think um, as somebody who's invested in the 49ers offense, I think there's a lot of concern and a lot. Of, it, it's not even concern. It's just question marks. You just don't have any idea how healthy people are going to be, how Trey Lance is going to look as the quarterback, what the offense is going to look like. And plus Shanahan offenses are always a nightmare for fantasy. Uh, so I give Kevin C plus. Ooh. Oh, do we all get to give grades or is it just yeah. you? Yeah, no, just me. <laughs> usually, well, usually, usually Brandon just puts his grade in and it's just like, this is it, fuckers. <laughs> so I don't so. care. You can do your own shit. I'm giving him my grade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I uh, I really like 
Uh, for some reason, I'm very high on Rashad Penny this year. Um, I think Pierce Penny could be a pretty nice one-two punch running back-wise. Uh, B minus. I actually, yeah, I liked, I didn't mind Penny. I was thinking of taking Penny the round before that, 12 picks earlier. I didn't, and I might regret that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I took DeAndre Hopkins instead. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very different pick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Kevin a B, just a just a B. Just a solid B for his B cups. Yeah, I think C plus is a little <laughs> a little harsh, and I was leaning B minus, but I'll give him a B to make it a B minus average. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. <laughs> I can make it hey, it's however I want it to work. I, it is. We're not yeah. doing anyone any favors. <laughs> uh, I think a, I think a B minus is fair. Um, all right, uh, I had the second pick. This is second year in a row I've had the second pick. I think so. Back to back. Hopefully, it goes better this time than it did last year um, with ninth place. So, hope. Um, my initial thoughts for myself, and then I'll let y'all go. I wish I had known that Najee had a foot injury, um, but everything that I've read says that he's okay. Uh, Deontay is now questionable for week one. He came out today and said that he uh, doesn't know if he'll play. So, super pumped about that. Wouldn't have known that at the time because it happened during the preseason game that happened day after our draft um my my biggest regret honestly was taking kyler uh i i wish i had taken a third wide receiver at that point mm. um, so like who are you thinking i'm on raw i i really i would have gone with the sun god there um and then waited and got a a quarterback where i took kareem hunt so probably dak and then ended up with more like a worse quarterback but maybe more options for my receiving core because I really feel like it's pretty thin um, and I wish I uh, I wish I hadn't reached for Kyler, for Kyler. Even with quarterbacks being revamped this year? Yes. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I don't hate the Kyler pick, honestly. Like, again, I mean, Dustin, Dustin will sing his praises till the cows come home, but, like, especially with updated scoring for quarterbacks, he's going to be great. So, I mean, you can – look back longingly at what could have been, but I think you should be relatively pleased with at least that part of your team. Cause everything, no, okay. <laughs> uh, my only concern with Najee's foot injury is that's the foot injury that Derrick Henry had last year. Uh, mm-hmm. And it comes, and yeah. And it comes with a major workload and that's pretty much the way Najee gets points mm-hmm. is just usage. So something to keep mm-hmm. an eye on that could be concerning, especially since you reached in theory for him. Um, but if he, it, if he's able to overcome it, like he's going to be nasty this year. If he's not injured, he's going to be a stud and he's going to, he's going to be the bell cow. So many touches. So I don't think you should feel too bad about that. To defend the reach there. My thought was basically I'm getting a little less touches than Derrick Henry and a little less catches than Austin Eckler with the hope being that he's a second year running back and he'll continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry worries me because of his injury and just the crazy amount of workload he has now without AJ and Julio. And then I, for whatever reason, I just like am terrified of taking Austin Eckler. I don't know why, Interesting, um, but I just Is he small? have a fear. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, tell that to Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> yeah, All right. Fair. Also a fair. charger. Yeah, there you go. Having Harris Swift as your two running backs is just 
chef's kiss. Uh, and then T. Higgins is going to be great this year with uh, the Bengals' offense being that much better somehow. So I, I like your team, Brandon. I think you look pretty good. A little concerned about your depth. But overall, man, I'm going to give you a solid B. Yeah, I'm going to give myself a B plus. Okay, so now Dustin, give him a B minus and it evens <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, if only, if only. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> well, listen, get the popcorn ready. Cole Komet is your worst pick, hands down. I don't, like, for all the shit you give uh, tight ends, why did you pick, like, what I would call, like, a dead zone tight end? Like, ninth round, you could have waited, gotten one of your precious receivers there instead or whatever, and then waited and got, like, Oh God, I don't know, uh, Hunter Henry or so, like or something. I don't know. Like it's just like why reach for Cole I get there's like hype around him for some weird reason this year. I don't see it. He's a bear, so don't like that pick. I don't love your receivers. I think having T Higgins as a number one is a little concerning for me. He's not like he's a number two receiver. He's not the number one guy. I want my number one receiver to be the number one receiver on the team personally. So don't love that either. But I think like Jeff said, I mean I. I love Kyler. I don't think it was a reach. I think it was a great pick there. Um, I think you got him right where he should have gone. Uh, I would have taken him over Russ any day. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. And I think all the yeah all the off season bullshit about like playing video games and stuff is overblown, and and it just helped his ADP <laughs> go down. So, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> just bored during the off season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. So I think your team's okay. Yeah, I'll give you a I'll give you a B minus. <laughs> wow look at that um i would agree with you i do think taking cole Komet was a bad choice i would have much rather had brandon Ayuk. um so I'm mad yeah. about that yeah there you go another 49er uh yeah it's all because his name is brandon I just <laughs> third pick is the edmonton windmill edmund tim windmills I cannot get a read on this team. I just feel like I I could see this team being really good. I could see this team being really bad. Um, because he's in my division, I hope it's really bad. I'm not a big Etienne fan in the third round. I think that's like a lot of unknown commodity. I mean, Josh Allen's going to get a lot of points. Um, it, it, would you say that's a reach, Josh Allen in the second? Because I, I personally think so. Not for Tim. Eh, not, for, yeah. not for Tim. <laughs> I don't. I think it's fine. Um, I w- I wouldn't have done it, but I don't think it's bad. Um, I do like the Allen uh, Allen Diggs yeah. Singletary stat. I do so too. All he has to do is watch <laughs> Buffalo. I do love, but that. like, oh I, my god. Otherwise, I don't know. I feel like I'm not that. It's not as strong a team. Yeah, I ha- I have to agree. <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous. Personally, my favorite pick of Tim's is Julio Jones. <laughs> Like, honestly, give Tom Brady an athletic freak who's a little over the hill. It's worked out pretty well for him before, so we'll see. But I I worry a lot about Tim's tight end situation and his depth. I I think Etienne is going to be just fine. Uh, Henry Etienne is a pretty solid one, too. Uh, And I had to, like, (laughs) I had to go from the draft board to his team sheet because, like, God, he has so many <laughs> trades, it's impossible to track of his team. Yep. I'm like, oh, what the hell's on his team? I have never been high on Devontae Smith, and I think things are going to get worse for him with A.J. Brown in town. Agreed. So, uh, you know, could be great, could be awful. I think it really depends on how his studs do. Like, if Hendry goes down, he's done. 
there's no salvaging. But other than that, I'm gonna give. Wait, Brandon, what grade did you give him? Because we need to we need to do the metrics here. Yeah. So after looking at Tim's team, I want to I want to upgrade oh. uh, Kevin's team. Um, I oh. feel like. You can't <laughs> retroact. You can't go back. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Collusion. Not, not how this works. Uh, because I feel like Kevin did a better job than Tim. Um, I feel like Tim's a C plus. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna give a C plus to Tim as well. So Dustin, that means. Yeah. Well. <laughs> actually. <laughs> hey. We'll see. No. So all right. His tight end situation trash. It, I can't pronounce his name. Whoever he drafted. Uh, he has a nickname now. Yeah. Oh, Albert Cowabunga. My bad. Cowabunga. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, whatever. Good luck with that. I don't know who's worse, him or Cole Komet. Good luck with that. At, at least he waited a couple rounds later than Brandon to draft his no-name receiver. Uh, I will bet you right now that Cole Komet finishes with more fantasy points than Darren Waller. Whoa. Oh, oh Dustin. Cheesecake bet? Dustin, <laughs> cheesecake take Cheesecake bet. Cheesecake bet. <laughs> Uh, just that. for everyone everyone listening at home, they shook hands over uh, Google Meet, so it is official. It's official. And like, but I feel like the only way you win, Brandon, is if Waller gets hurt again, and then it's all yours. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> but yeah, Jeff, I couldn't agree more. Like, Devontae Smith, I don't get the hype. Like, if he couldn't do it last year, how is he going to do it this year with A.J. Brown on the team? I don't really get that. I actually would start feeling over him if I was Tim. I think that's a more reliable play in week one. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree. I feel like the the Allen Diggs stack is fucking awesome, and I love that. I don't know. I think his starting lineup is pretty good besides the tight end, uh, but I agree there's not much depth. I'm going to give him a, would you guys say C+. Plus? Yeah, do yeah, it, I'm do gonna, it, do it. I'm going to go ahead and say C+. Plus. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, guys, we're so good at, we're so good at grading. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, moving on to Jeffrey, the roaring anus. The roaring anus. Oh, do you want me to go first? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. I mean, it, it, it's your team. Do you <laughs> want to true. defend it? Okay, so I know your big complaint is going to be Dylan too early. Uh, I... <laughs> what gives you that idea? <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't disagree more. Number one, I was like, I need a running back because I saw the like dearth of solid running backs that were coming up and the, it, like that were available coming up. And I was like, I need, I need someone. And I'm very high. I'm very high on Dylan. The 1A to Aaron Jones is 1A. I think there's so much productivity out of that offense, especially with the fact that the receiving core for Aaron Rodgers isn't as good as it was last year. So I think we're going to get a lot of love for the running backs in that regard. And at the same time, Quadzilla. That's all I can say. The man's thighs are insane. Phenomenal. I mean, ADP-wise, probably a bit of a reach, but considering where our draft was going, I don't feel that way. For the first time in many years, I'm very high on my team. I think I did a terrific job drafting. Uh, I'm very proud of myself. A lot of self-high fives during the draft. So I think pretty much I'll just hear what you guys have to say and uh, argue with you about why you're wrong. And then we can give a grade where you two grade and then I grade much higher so it evens out <laughs> to go up. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Do you want to go, Dustin? I've gone first every time, so. Uh, okay, well, you know what they say about people who are higher on their team after they draft? It usually doesn't end well, so. Yeah! <laughs> I was so high on my team yeah. last year. <laughs> I was looking at last year's draft recap, and we, like, said mine was the second best team, and it was not good. Yeah. All right, well, Jeff, here's my counter-argument to your draft. Uh, Matt Stafford's going to have a shoulder injury all year long. Elijah Mitchell mm -hmm. can't stay healthy. You have no mm -hmm. receiver depth. 
at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with your team. That being said. <laughs> I will say, Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell today got taken off the injury report. So, eat my butthole, Dustin. <laughs> and I had Chick-fil-A yesterday, it's a long so season. good luck with that. Long <laughs> season. Jeff Wilson's going to get a lot of work for you. <laughs> well, that's fine. And that, that, that's to answer your next question, why I have no wide receiver depth, because I just have handcuffs for all my injury-prone <laughs> running backs. <laughs> yeah, fair. But I have, I have Pickens sitting on my bench, ready to go whenever. I know. You better hope Pickens explodes, otherwise you're in <laughs> trouble. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. Robert Woods is as high as you are on him. I don't think he's going to last the whole year either, so... Ooh. That flex spot's going to be a little bit of an issue for me. Um, that being said, I like your team. I like your starting lineup. I think you did pretty good. I didn't, you didn't have any picks that I was like, were egregiously terrible, like I usually <laughs> not, think. Not, not, oh, like usually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which usually turned out to be really good for you. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, no phone calls from Dustin this year for me. So, yeah. uh, so things worked out pretty well. <laughs> anyway, straight B from me. Yeah, I'll take it. Nice. I love A.J. Brown. I think that was a great pick. I'm really sad I didn't get him on my team. I think he is underrated at this point. People forget how great he looked and the fact that he had freaking Ryan Tannehill throwing him the ball. Um, So I just want to say that I really like having him and Jamar Chase together is just Mm -hmm. a crazy wide receiver duo. There's two wide receiver ones for you, Dustin. Um, So I do agree about Stafford. Um, I think Stafford is not going to be as good as he is. He was last year. Um, but we've talked about everyone else on here. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Pitts. I feel like that's another guy that I wonder if it's just going to keep building and building. He'll never reach expectations. Love that pick. I forgot to say that. I love Pitts. Yeah, he's, oh. a, he, he's a wide receiver one at the tight end position. It's basically yeah. like having three wide receiver ones on your team. Yeah, but Marcus Mariota throwing, I don't know. I'm not as high. To counter... Marcus Mariota gave Delaney Walker two of his career best years in Tennessee. So I've done my research. I'm super high on Pitt, so I had to do my research. And uh, I was like, yeah, everything is pointing to yes. Yeah, I mean, I would have taken – no, it's a good spot to take Pitt, so I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, I would give you a B plus. (gasps) Oh, man. That's nice. You know, I think actually Dustin has a pretty good point about wide receiver depth. Uh, so I'm going to go straight B for myself as well. Oh. That being said, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Considering how terribly I usually draft, that's pretty high praise for me, and it <laughs> matches up with my excitement for my team. So I'll take it. And at some point you're going to have to drop one of your running backs to get a wide receiver. I just don't like having Trade a one. flex that's not a wide receiver. Well, that's like another option too. wide receiver needs to be a flex, yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, pick number five is just Wario, um, like Seal, just one name, Wario. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to use this moment to talk about how much I love Mike Evans. Uh, I, I think he is one of the best wide receivers in the game, and no one talks about him enough. He's never in that elite tier that people have the rest of the group in. He's always like the tier below, but if you look at his like career stats – He's just a phenomenal player. Guaranteed 1,000 yards every year. He has never finished below PPR wide receiver 22 in his career, Um, and he did that in 2015. The last four years, he was PPR wide receiver 9, 15, 11, 9. Uh, In 2016 was his best year. He finishes wide receiver 2. So... I, I just love Mike Evans. I think that he doesn't get enough praise. Um, so love that pick for Mike. 
But otherwise, I just feel like it was a lot of safe picks. I feel like he didn't take a lot of chances. There's not a lot of upside here. It's just like his hope is a lot of 10 to 12 point games from a lot of different people. So I would give him, considering he had the two second rounders, I would give him a B. Um, I really like Mike's team. I think this is one of his strongest drafts. Obviously, he had two second, second rounders, so it makes sense. But you say there's no upside. I disagree. Or, you know, I think like Chubb has been honestly underperforming for how good he is. Um, I think maybe he could take a step forward this year if they just let him like catch a ball a game. <laughs> I I mean, you know, I love Scary Terry. He's has, he has the best QB he's had in his career. I know it's Carson Wentz, but hey, it's better than Tyler Heineke, right? So, like, I think he could have a great year. No. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we all shit on Monty Montgomery, but the man gets it done. Love that flex pick. Love that flex spot. They're going to rely on him a ton in that offense, too, so I agree. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be there. Najee Harris, pretty much, I think. So, I honestly really like Mike's team a lot. I would give him an A, except for one glaring hole, and that's a guy named Miles Sanders. He can go fuck himself. Dude, I was just about to say. Well, listen, we it's one thing we agree on every year. <laughs> Fuck Miles Sanders. And for that reason, Mike's getting an A- minus from me. Considering Mike drafted a guy who is retired and a guy who is not on a team, somehow Miles Sanders is his worst pick. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this, this seems like a consistent theme throughout what we've been talking about with the teams, but I'm a little worried about that depth, especially with the wide receivers. I, I, as someone who's ridden the IUK train for a couple years... That can be not fun. Burks, Wilson, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Again, you have a jet, uh, and that's not a lot of fun. We'll see <laughs> if Burks can even get the ball in Tennessee. Uh, and then Marquez Valdez, uh, Scatling, which is, you know, fine. He's kind of a proven commodity. We know his ceiling, and it's not great. That's a, that's a late pick, though, so I'm He's not... He's got Mahomes, too, now. He's got Mahomes. That's, so maybe that's, that's true. That's, that's true. That's a good point. Although he had Rodgers and he sucked, so I don't know. Whatever. Continue. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not that much of an upgrade. There yeah. you go. Uh, so I think, I think there's a, a fair amount of question marks there, but I think the floor of his team is going to keep him like consistently playoff bound. So I'll give him a B plus. That's fair. You might have convinced me. I might have to knock him down to a B plus based on the depth of running back, which I'm now realizing is just Miles Sanders. <laughs> yeah, but he's, start, he's starting Montgomery as his flex. No, I so know, he, but he does, yeah, that's still that's pretty that's pretty scary. So are you changing it officially? Yeah, I'll say B plus. All right, on to pick number six, Pepe's picks. My only note here is I don't believe in Chase Edmonds. I never got the hype of Chase Edmonds. I think Chase Edmonds is not good. Um, I know it's his wide receiver or his running back four but it, it still like astounds me that he went in the sixth round um i love Pittman, cooks and then i think it's just like do you go with cooks or the sun god and i uh, hope you hit that that day on that um, i'm really surprised at mixon at the sixth pick i don't know if i would have done that i just feel like is he really the sixth best running back i'd be interested to see where he finished last year because i thought he was like top five he was fourth yeah (laughs) he was fourth and the Bengals only have a better offensive line i think i i don't hate the sixth pick at all i think mixon is totally fine there especially when you look at who went after him but breeze hall in the third is going to give me nightmares until the day i die that (laughs) that might have been the worst pick in the draft absolutely absolutely fucking brutal 
Yeah, I don't get that. I would have taken DJ Moore in a heartbeat. Yeah. Especially he had Mixon and Elliott. What are you fucking doing? Get a receiver, you dingus. He loves the running backs. <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> but yeah, uh, to your point, Brandon, I think Pittman, Sun God, is a great one too. And oh, so Cooks, you don't even think Cooks, yeah. I, I, well, I mean, again, it's like that question mark of the offense. We have to see how it looks in action. I think if anyone's going to go high in the Houston offense, it's Brandon Cooks. But again, that's kind of like. He's not starting the Sun God right now. Oh, he's on his bench? He's starting Chase Edmonds. Okay. Um, I do not understand. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll switch it up because Sleeper and their projections are awful, so they just throw your starting lineup <laughs> of, like, whatever brain-dead idiots. Um, I also – I think this is the year where Zeke and Pollard kind of hit even level of usage. Everything I'm hearing uh, with my sources in Dallas's <laughs> camp is that uh, – and by that I mean what I see on Twitter and the NFL subreddit – and the fantasy football subreddit, shout out Kevin, um, <laughs> is that they're very high on Pollard. They really, really, really like Pollard. Zeke is still going to be Zeke, you know, but I think his usage is going to be a little diminished for a second-round pick. Um, he did finish as PPR back number seven last year. Yeah, I know, but this is this year we're talking okay, about. Well, I'm just historical context. Why do you have historical context these nuts? I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, give, I give Joel um, a B. B minus. B minus. Sorry, Joel. C plus. Oh, wow. Well, I actually, once again, I'm going to be contrarian here. And I actually yes. like Joel's team. I, I think Joel always has a strong draft, and this year is no different. The guy loves his running backs, and I don't see any problem with Chase Edmonds and Brees Hall being on your bench as your backup two running backs. I think that's great. I love Christian Kirk. Mm. Followed the money. Mm. The guy got paid the bag, and he is the guy <laughs> in Jacksonville. So if Trevor Lawrence does any better than last year, which is not hard to do, I think Kirk's going to have a great year. Love the sun god. Yeah, I think he's got depth, and I think that's what's most important here. Um, and I really like his starting lineup. I'm going to give Joel uh, an A-. minus. Wow. 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 Oh, this is the most divisive team it we've is. had. I like it. He's got every letter. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Sneaks the, uh, we got to get Roach in here. Give him a D. We can really <laughs> get everything. <laughs> so what pick is that? Pick seven is Dan. Um, Gronk smash. I think this is my favorite team. Could not agree more. Who didn't have second round, extra second round picks. I am a little worried that he only has one backup running back. Oh. Considering how quickly running backs can fall, like that's a little scary. Um, but I assume it's some. He's not going to play the waiver wire, so I don't. We'll see what he does because he he doesn't have Hines, he doesn't have Melvin Gordon. So if either of those guys goes down, if Taylor Williams goes down, I think he could be in trouble. But otherwise, like Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Javante, Jonathan Taylor is just like a great. And Hollywood Brown as your flex is a great starting lineup. Dan has my favorite team, even with people with two second-round picks. I am so high on Dan's team this year. I think he had an incredible draft. Uh, I was so proud of him. But, yeah, I think just, like, as you said, that, like, having Taylor and Javante is just nasty. And they're like, oh, Melvin Gordon timeshare? No, that's not going to be a thing. I I love it, man. There's not much else to say. Uh, We're going to have a resurgence for DJ Moore and Allen Robinson with new quarterbacks. Brady is Brady. Uh, I think <laughs> I think naturally, as Dan does, he went a little high on a Patriot with Hunter Henry. 
<laughs> but it's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. So you just buckle up and you're like, when is it going to be? Bills defense. And I, <laughs> I do enjoy uh, the back-to-back Parker and Folk. Just more Patriots. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I think that's great. Because, uh, like, at that, at that point of the, in the draft, who cares? Uh, A-minus for me for Mr. Dan. I also say A-minus. Wow. Yeah. Well, you guys aren't going to like this then because – Yeah. No, I do. <laughs> it's, it's fun when we disagree. That all makes right. it well, better. Well, then good. Then you're going to love this because <laughs> I think his starting lineup, as you've all said, is great. Except – I think Uh-oh. we all need to pump the fucking brakes on Allen Robinson. Like, we don't know <laughs> if he's going to be any better than last year. We just don't. Like, they still got Cooper Cup. That I I don't know. Like, let's just relax, right? Like, maybe Allen Robinson is just bad. We don't know. We we're all assuming he half-assed it last year and just didn't care. And his quarterback was Trubisky. But come on, or Justin Fields, depending on the week. I don't know, man. I have to see it to believe it. I do love Marquise Brown. Um, I'd probably put him as my wide receiver two for now, just for my own mental safety. Um, instead of A-Rob, but that's just me. And then I just think his depth is, as you mentioned, really just awful. Like, I don't know. Tony Pollard is your third and only backup running back is terrifying to me. I hate that. No one's going to trade you for Kadarius Tony, Chase Claypool, or Devontae Parker. I don't know. He's one injury away from his season imploding. I'm going to give him a B-. minus. I would absolutely trade for Tony. How about one <laughs> freshly used Isaiah Spiller? <laughs> for Kadarius Tony. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Allen Robinson, 2020 was wide receiver nine. 2019 was wide receiver seven um, in Chicago. So oh, it was three years ago and four years ago so, or something. That was two years ago and three years oh, ago. Fuck, <laughs> Last year, kind of a wash. I think you're banking too much on Stafford's shoulder injury. I think he's going to be just fine as someone who drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, pick number eight, we have the Washington Charmanders, which I, I just want to say again, I think it's my favorite team name. Um, it's just an all-around great job. Um, yeah. I'm a huge fan. You do love Pokemon, <laughs> we know that. Uh, I do. perfect. And, and it's close to Commanders. It's just incredible. Well done. It's, I think the big question for him is whether Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup can win him games alone. That's what it's going to come down to. Can, if they both score 40 points and he gets an 80, 80 points solid from them, then he's going to have a chance any off week by either of them, and he's done. Um, so it's really going to be whether those two can continue to do what they've done forever. I like the gamble on it, but, I mean, what else are you going to do with no second-round pick? Yeah, it's true. Feels like It feels like uh, Sean's team, to me, felt like he was setting up his field of potential keepers for next year. Because uh, he's got some really intriguing late round picks. Cook out of Buffalo is someone who could end up being pretty decent. Sky Moore, who I mentioned before, I really like. I could justify OBJ if he was on a team at this point. I think he cut him. So you're good. Oh, did he? Oh, okay, perfect. All right, sweet. I'd love to hear your guys' take on the back-to-back New England running backs. Uh, <laughs> that... <laughs> Fucking hate it. That's my take. <laughs> it's interesting for sure. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, too, because Mondre is going to have a bigger usage, and we know what Damian Harris is at this point. Um, so I would rather have gambled on one versus going for both. Again, I think it's just, as Brandon so eloquently put it, how far is receivers going to take him? So I think with this team, I'm going to give it a C plus. I think Sean's draft was absolutely hilarious because it is the most Sean draft I've ever seen in my life, and I loved every <laughs> pick. No pick he did surprised me, except... Not taking Kelsey and taking Adams instead. That was the only surprise I had. Other than that, it was textbook. He did no running backs, 
pretty much again. Uh, his, did no QB, ended up with Derek Carr as a starter, which I love. I think that's classic. It's like, <laughs> well, Roethlisberger retired, so who's the other slow, like, <laughs> I don't know, like boring white guy that I can get late? Um, the devil Patriots is hilarious. I don't know. It's just funny. I do think he got a kind of a steal on Godwin in the fifth round. I think the injury scared too many people away. And I think Godwin, when he gets healthy, which should be pretty soon, will be a stud as always. I, I think that's so his receivers, I think hands down, obviously are, are the best wide receiver trio in the league. Um, but Tim and I tried that strategy two years back to back and neither of us did very well. So <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, he didn't, he do it last year. I feel like he went wide receiver, wide receiver. Well, yeah, Sean and I both tried it. It was, oh, I don't know, but I mean, he traded for McCaffrey, and you know that's not exactly zero RB. It's true. Anyway, it's true. all this to say, I, I don't like his team, uh, but I respect what he did <laughs> without a second rounder with the rookies and all that. So exactly, I agree. C minus. Uh, yeah, I'm going. I just, I also want to say, I don't know why he picked Ceh ahead of David Montgomery. Um, I would have taken David Montgomery. Oh, easily before Ceh. Oh, true. Same. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I feel like he would have had a much better team with at least one RB, like CEH. Well, I don't know. Uh, I also give a C plus. I don't know if I said that already. But. I did. It was me. You're welcome. Um, I don't know how you said my grade. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. what? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have the ninth pick. Everyone's favorite team. Here we go. Quite a smart and which just like, oh, my God. Hilarious. Just like the most hilarious draft ever. So I said earlier that I think Sean is going to have to live off of Adams and Cup winning him games alone. I think Brian is going to have to live off the stack of Kelsey Mahomes winning him games alone, which I think is a worse uh, stack than Cup and Adams. Um, but I will just say I, I do think Josh Jacobs is undervalued. I think he is a solid running back. Once again, I would have taken David Montgomery ahead of him, but I don't hate uh, Jacobs. I mean, I hate him as an RB1, but I don't hate him as a, a player. He's an incredible RB2. He did finish as RB11 last year, which is an RB1. Um, so. That's pretty, all right, all right. But again, I think like, um, as Dustin said so eloquently earlier, of like, if you get your wide receiver one or your running back one, you want it to be the wide receiver one and the running back one. And I just don't think that's Josh Jacobs. He's such a good floor guy, but he's never going to blow you away with like one of those crazy games. Like, I had him last year, and he was very consistent, which was nice. But, again, there's never that opportunity for, like, holy shit, he's going he's gonna to give you a massive game. Um, that could change with their offense this year. But I do find it interesting, speaking of that offense, that Roach's best pick was his accidental one. I think Renfro <laughs> – sorry, I'm just looking at his team, and I was like, oh, that's dire. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think Renfro is his best receiver. I don't know why you would go that high on Cooper, who literally has Jacoby Brisket tossing his way. <laughs> um, I think that's cause for concern. And we mentioned we mentioned liking Bateman. I like Bateman, but I wouldn't want to rely on him that much for my offense. Uh, that's, uh, that scares me a little bit. Uh, so... Uh, I think Joel's going to hate him because he has Michael Carter, who's going to take away from Brees Hall most of the year. Um, but other than that, this is going to be a C minus for me. I'm going C. Oh, that's nice. It's the worst grade I've given. That's still nice. Oh, wow. 
You're feeling generous tonight, huh, Brando? <laughs> no, I just don't go very high besides for Dan and Nick eventually when we get there. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Uh, 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 I'm going to go contrarian and Coitus Martin gets an A. <laughs> because of his balls. Um, no, listen. If we're arguing about who <laughs> who's going to be the best receiver between his wide receiver one and his flex, I think that's a big issue. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> like, which one's his wide receiver one? That's that's not good. So, yeah, I mean, listen, this team's awful. I think he's lucky Brian Robinson got shot. That's about all I can say. <laughs> um, and this is not a joke, but I honestly like his bench better than his starting lineup. Like, I actually really don't mind Elijah Moore, Tyler Boyd, Michael Carter, Daryl Henderson. I don't know. They're all great backups i think so yeah uh d plus wow. hey there you go there you go right. henderson might get a lot of usage depending on acres inevitably getting hurt yeah we've just given uh brian roaches his grades but we were lucky enough to have him pop on for a second to defend his team so let's hear from him all right well with the just absolute disaster of my trade last year I knew there wasn't going to be much of a coherent strategy going into this year's draft. That's why there was a big push to acquire as many picks as I could all the way up to the draft, just to kind of give me a full draft board. <clears throat> but I knew at that time I was going to have to do something different. And without that second pick, it just completely changes the roster. So my mind went to points, tandem, and weird position, which is why... Travis Kelsey went down first. My logic here is that there's a lot of questions in Kansas City when it comes to the passing game. I think Kelsey's going to be much more involved this year than normal, uh, than it normally is, excuse me, um, because Tyreek Hill's no longer there. There's some questions around the receiving core. I think, you know, I'm recording this on Saturday, Sunday before opening day. Um, it's I really think it's going to be like a Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup situation. Stafford has no choice but to throw the cup. At least that's what it looked like on Thursday night. So that's why I went for Kelsey. And then as I got closer and closer to my pick in the third round, that's when I really started going back to that point of, I just want to get points. I need value pick right here. And this is honestly before I even did any research into the zero RB strategy, which I guess is a thing. I only learned that this week. The combination of Kelsey and Mahomes, one and two, has the best chance to get me the most points out of my first two draft picks. So just thinking purely in points, we'll see how the rest of the roster plays out. I mean, I got pretty lucky with uh, Brian Robinson's uh, unfortunate event, so I think that makes my running back situation look a little better. Um, otherwise, it, it was a crapshoot the rest of the way with the, the main goal of trying to acquire the most projected points or people that I thought I could get at a good value that could get me the most points. Um, so, yeah, a lot of question marks, but, you know, I'm going to feel good about the team. I think uh, I do think that Kelsey and Mahomes will pay off. So I look forward to hear how you all will mock this um, when the podcast comes out. Wow, that was awful. I'm sure whatever he said was stupid. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you... Uh... With that ramble, um, hopefully we can have you on soon. Uh, all right, moving on to the 10th pick because it, we are approaching an hour and a half. Um, right on schedule. Right on schedule. This is the yearly two-hour up, so we're good. 
Yeah. The Gotham City Rogues, which I just, I have to say, I really appreciate Nick leaning fully into his love for superheroes. I really, I'm yeah, man. happy. Sorry, can you explain to me this team? I get Gotham City is from Batman, but what are the Rogues? Is that an actual team in, in that universe? Or? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> Crickets, okay. <laughs> I don't watch them. I just appreciate that he's taken the time to... Uh, uh, I have an answer after a quick Google search. The Gotham City Rogues are the football team that was playing when Bane destroyed the football oh. field in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> awesome. Okay, great. Good. Deep, deep cut. Love it, Nick. <laughs> yeah. I just like anytime someone takes something that they love and intersperses it into fantasy football. Like, I love eco-terrorism, and I'm yeah. glad I get to <laughs> express that here. And I love anuses. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> particularly when they're heinous. Um, my note in here that I made on Monday was, is Kittle going to stay healthy? And the answer <laughs> is no. And that happened on Wednesday. Um, so <laughs> I do think, however, I, well, the tight end, I don't think really matters that much. I do think he has the best team and should be the favorite to win. Um, I, I just, I feel like it's a really solid team across the board Kamara Fournette I think is the best running back duo between I think it's mm -hmm. better than mine Taylor Williams is up there too I think yeah that's going to be my number one I don't I don't believe in Javante oh. um so <sighs> we'll see but I like Fournette and Kamara together I think is just like incredible yeah the receivers aren't great but when you have that coupled with Herbert I think He's just going to score a ton of points. I was going to say the Herbert Allen stack is super sexy. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, you can, that's like the best offense in football besides the Chiefs right now. And you have potentially the best running back duo. Like, there you go. That's 120 points or close to it at that point. I, I would have liked his team a lot more before Kittle's injury. And I do like his team a fair amount. I just think there are some question marks that kind of stand out to me. Uh, can Geno Smith throw to DK Metcalf? Uh, will Michael Thomas get over his hamstring or whatever injury he's had forever? Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I think, is a big question mark after tearing his ACL in preseason last year. You know, obviously that's not going to happen again, but how good is he going to look in that offense? He might He might not even start week one, Dobbins. Oh, who, who would be yeah. the starter? Like um, Mike, Mike Davis. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Mike yeah. Davis? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, well... There you go. Uh, you know what pick I love for Nick? Mark Ingram. Yes. How did you know? No, Jacoby Myers round 11. I don't know why he went so low. I mean, the Pats are not going to be good this year, but Myers is going to get fed from a desperate fall coming from behind team. So I love him in the 11th. I'm going to give Nick a B. Interesting. <clears throat> B um, <laughs> you know it's going to be good when you get the throat clear. <laughs> No, yeah, I think Nick Nick classically relies on raw talent with his picks. Uh, you know, so like DK Metcalf, I think, and George Kittle, I think he's just relying on the talent to rise above all those question marks. So we'll see. I think he could have played a little safer. Like I think Mike mm -hmm. went the safe route. Nick went the like hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> like these talented guys that are monsters if they can stay healthy. Like yeah, <laughs> which obviously I respect a little bit more. Yeah, I think Michael Thomas, for me, is the big question. Like, if he ends up being Michael Thomas of old, I think this team is an A, easy. Uh, but I don't have any faith that he's going to even see the field <laughs> once this year. So, um, Oh, wow. 
I just like what's we've been through this before. Jarvis Landry, baby. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's why I drafted Chris Olave, and we'll get there later. But I am very high on him. I was gonna say Olave oil season, baby. Anyway, I think Nick had a really good draft as always. Uh, but I think that he could have he could have played a little bit safer. I'm gonna give him an A minus. Ooh. What'd you give him, Jeff? A B. All right. I have A. Dustin has A minus. Sorry, Nick. Love you. Next, we have the auto-drafted hipsters, um, which I feel like I really hated at the time, but then I was, like, looking at the team, and I was like, oh, like, it's not... Maybe it's just because he's playing Sean, and in comparison, it looks a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, like, that's a pretty good duo to have. I think Dalton Schultz is going to be pretty good this year with only CD there. I do not like Cam Akers. I think he's going to get hurt. He's not going to be that good. Because it's an auto-draft team, I would say probably a C+. Plus. Um, there's really, and looking at the depth, wow, there's nothing here. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. C+. Plus. I'm right there with you. I'm going to C+, plus it too. Because, uh, again, Jefferson Hill is nasty. Akers, awful. Like, as somebody, again, who has had Cam Akers, that's not going to be a lot of fun. Aaron Jones in a RBBC is going to be interesting. Uh, Schultz is a great floor tight end. Like, that's exactly what you want with a tight end if you miss in the top tier. Like, that's just, you know you're going to get some points, so you're okay. Let's see what else do we got for Jose. I mean, for an auto draft, I (laughs) feel like he kind of got away relatively unscathed, all things considered. Uh, Walker out of Seattle is going to be interesting, Uh, especially if Penny goes down. But again, I think there's enough question marks there and big, 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 big issues with depth. I feel like of all the teams in this league, one injury for Jose and he's super fucked. So C plus for me. The, my biggest issue is that with the auto draft specifically is that he at times when he could have added to his depth at receiver running back, he <laughs> drafted Rogers and Dawson Knox. And it's like those guys should be starting on other people's teams. They shouldn't be on your bench. Mm-hmm. So that's just wasted roster spots. And I don't think anyone's going to trade for them. Like, unless Cole Komet is awful, as he should be, and Brandon realizes <laughs> that maybe Dawson Knox would be better suited as his tight end. I just don't, yeah. I just don't your see. Ha- I love your hatred of Cole Komet, man. It is cracking me up. <laughs> I just, we go through this every year with some random tight end. It's like, this year's Cole Komet. Why? Why? What is he, he caught showing? three passes for 36 yards and a touchdown in the final preseason. Okay, and that's going to be his ceiling, so enjoy. 12 points. That's all I want. <sighs> anyway, yeah, so I actually, I was, like you said, I was actually surprised, Brandon, how much I actually kind of like his starting lineup. I don't think it's that bad. But uh, yeah, once you get to that bench, it is dreadful. So yeah, you know, I think Do C it. plus, C plus, yeah. that's all the right marks right there. <laughs> the classic C plus. All right, uh, House Lamister, last pick, lead us off. No, I want you guys to go first, and then I'll defend uh, myself. I, I will say, of all the teams in this league, I am most fascinated to see how your team does. Because as we talked about before, you are the all-ceiling team. You were like, I, initially when you drafted C.D. Lamb in the first, I was like, why, you fool? But uh, now I think, like, there you know, with the way that offense is shaking out, that could have been a very smart pick. Uh, once we see Barkley deal, like, if he can actually, A, be healthy, and B, operate in that offense, because this is another Jets situation of why would you buy into that offense i like that you reached for lamar in the fourth uh that man is playing for a contract and i think he's going to be quite good but other than that i think connor was an excellent keeper too especially at that round so that was really nice brandon i disagree you're wrong 
I think honestly though, dude, I love the Hopkins pick. He could come back from yes. suspension and just like nuke. <laughs> hey, nice, yeah. nice. But but he also could not. So you know, again, super high ceiling, literally no floor. Uh, so I think for you, Dusty, you're gonna get a juicy B minus for me. <laughs> B minus? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so he really let it in. Yeah, I, know. I thought we were gonna at least break B range, but okay. <laughs> hey, for some of us, B minus is pretty good. All right, so <laughs> I I don't believe in James Conner. I think last year was a flash in the pan, and he's gonna fall back to earth this year. But I love CD. You and I talked about this during the draft. I think he's gonna feast. I also think Saquon is gonna be good this year. I think. He's finally healthy. He had time off. He's he finally got his feet under him. That off- offense is going to be terrible. Um, so they're going to feed him. And if he can stay healthy, he'll be good. And to Jeff's point, like contract year for Lamar, that dude is going to go all yeah, out. Yeah, man. Um, Great picks. Yeah, I really like that. But I, And I also am a big fan of Gabe Davis. But I think that's all I really want to say, um, besides the fact that Cole Komet is going to beat Darren Waller. This year. <laughs> I can't wait for it to happen. Cheesecake on the line. <laughs> uh, I would I'd definitely give you a B. Thanks. Actually, man. can I switch? Can can I switch to a B? You you convinced me, Brandon. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I'll take. I'm that. glad it wasn't Dustin. Convinced <laughs> you. <laughs> it was me. Uh, all right. So here's my my cell. Uh, first, I'm going to lead off by saying I have the most projected points week one, and I think that should count for something. 137.65, not too bad. Yeah, I think, I mean, listen, the Connor thing, like, the keeper value can't go wrong on that. And also, like, we're always forgetting that, like, remember his, like, it was like his second year in the league and in the Steelers when he took over for um, uh, Le'Veon Bell, and he fucking was, like, a top 10 running back that year, too, and then he got hurt, and everyone thought he was pretty shitty. I don't know. I watched him last year play, and... He's good, guys. Like, I don't think people are giving him any credit for how talented he is. Like, he makes touchdown machine. Yeah, he doesn't touchdown go down. machine. He's good. If he can stay healthy, I think my Barkley Connor, both of them, if they can both stay healthy, I think Barkley Connor is going to be real fun. We're talking workhorse territory there. So, love that. Um, I think, yeah, Jeff CD Lamb, like, I can see, like, Kevin thought I reached for him. Joel thought I reached for him. Um, but I'm trying to win this year, you know, not last year. And I think this. This is the breakout year. I'm trying to call it before it happens. And, like, with Amari Cooper gone, I mean, he's the guy. Like, if he doesn't do it this year, I'm out forever, and that's that. But like, <laughs> Give him like, one more year, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the one. I mean, I think he's really good, and he's, he's going to be the guy. So, uh, Waller is probably my most regretful pick, even though I'm wearing the shirt. Got to represent. Uh, but, like, I didn't want him there, but, like, the problem was I didn't have – Picking 12 is tough, especially when I didn't have a fifth-round pick or a seventh-round pick. So after the 3-4, I'm not picking again until late in the sixth, which is Tim's pick um, that I swapped with. So, like, I just really didn't want to end up with, you know, Zach Ertz as my tight end or, God forbid, Cole Komet. Um, <laughs> so, you know... I love it. <laughs> when, Kittle, when Kittle went before Waller and I would always take Waller before Kittle, I was like, that was it. That was the flag for me to just do it and get it over with. So yeah. I did it. I, I was going to say, just real quick, I feel like there are certain guys in your gut that you know, like, you need them. And then when you see there's a potential that you could lose them, you just got to reach a little bit. I, I, and, like, Waller in the third is fine. The end of the third, yeah. There's exactly. no, ish, no issue there for me, so... Yeah. It's like, that's the tricky thing about having the, the first or the twelfth pick. Like, you... Kevin made some reaches too. You kind of have to, otherwise you're not going to get anyone you like, and you're going to have a team you don't like. So yeah, 
You just kind of got to predict True. what's going to not be there on the way back and get who you want. Um, I do think I sacrificed depth a bit this year um, by, by doing those early QB and tight end picks, but we'll see. I'm really hoping Tyler Algier ends up RB1 by the end of the year and Brian <laughs> Robinson uh, throws the crutches to the side and runs onto the field and does like a cartwheel week five and be my uh, RB3. So I'm going to give myself an A-. minus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. That is all 12 teams. Uh, so to summarize, uh, these nuts uh, with the first pick, I uh, got a B minus. The eco-terrorists at the second pick got a B. Uh, the Edmund Tim Windmills got a C plus across the board. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so Tim loves to hear that. Agreeable. Sure. <laughs> uh, the Roaring Anus at the fourth pick got a B. Wario at the fifth pick got a B plus. Pepe's picks a wide range of a B minus, C plus, and A minus. I don't want to average that. Like, out. I guess assume a B or something? B. Yeah, B, yeah. I would say, yeah. A B. Gronk Smash finishes with a B plus B territory. Blashanton Charmanders finish with a C. Uh, Coitus Martin finishes with a C minus. Uh, the Gotham City Rogues finish with a A minus. Uh, the hipsters C pluses across the board, so we think that the hipsters and the Edmonton windmills are the same. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, that's what we decided. <laughs> yep, that, <laughs> that is how grading works. <laughs> House Lamister finishes with a B plus. Um, all right, we have come to the end of the road. It's been a long journey to get here. We have gone through a lot of players. We've talked a lot about our predictions for this year, especially about how Cole Komet is going to be a top 12 uh, tight end. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Probably top five might be my keeper. Um, <laughs> now it is time to pick division winners and losers. Yeah. I'll go first. In the speakeasy division, I have the Gotham City Rogues finishing first and the Edmund Tim Windmills finishing last. In the bootlegger division, I have Dustin finishing first Woo! and Brian Roach uh, finishing last. Jeff? Ooh, boy. Uh, so I'm going to go for the speakeasy, Dan finishing first, and Tim finishing last. Uh, and for the bootleggers... Uh, sorry, Dustin. Kevin winning and Sean losing. Interesting. Kevin winning. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So, okay, speak easy division. I am going to give the win to, yeah, I mean, Nick's the safe bet. We're going to go Nick, Gotham City Rogues. And last place, going to give it to Brandon. Oh, <laughs> I knew I knew it was going to be one of us. You should. I, I wish everyone at home could see the little smile on Dustin's face. <laughs> Listen, like, I am <laughs> leaning all the way into Cole Komet tanking your team, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Locker I room it. cancer. Uh, and then bootlegger division. Uh, we're gonna give. Uh, did you guys pick your own teams? No, you didn't. All right, I won't pick mine. Uh, I'll give it to... Pick, pick who you want, man. That's the yeah, beauty of it. You, you gave yourself an A-. minus. would be wrong if you didn't pick yourself <laughs> yeah. to win. All right, great. Then I'm picking House Lannister to win. And then uh, uh, Coitus Martin, clearly last place. Oh, wait. Actually, I forgot Roach was in that division. Can I switch my last place to Roach <laughs> instead of Sean? So I'm going to say Kevin and Roach. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. All right. So we expect either Nick, Dan, Kevin, or Dustin to win. That's all. Do we have an outro phrase um, beyond? So let's let's let Scott Hansen take us uh, as we're leaving the speakeasy. It's six in the morning. The bowler hats are out among the streets. Uh, the newspaper boys are screaming extra extra. The beer is getting poured in the gutter. Tammany Hall is heating up. Goddamn um, Kappas. Wait, okay, I just get a last. Uh... Well wish or something. <laughs> sure. Or say uh, sure. just you know, good luck this Sunday to everybody except Kevin for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and Cole Komet. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need bad luck, trust me. Also, what a joy to be back in football season. Everyone's oh smiles God. are a little brighter. Everyone's got a little more pep I in their step. I can't believe it's this Sunday. I'm a little drunker somehow. <laughs> Wonderful. Scott Hansen. Take us away, please. Cheap beer, boys. See you on Sunday. Uh-huh.